0: Welcome friends to another r slash Entitled Parents video, the kind and unentitled thing to do would be to hit the like and subscribe buttons down below, that said our first story of the day is by Haligar06, Entitled Mother forced attendance to over church function to show off my kid, gets embarrassed. This story always brings a smile to my face and I figured I'd share some semi-lightheartedness and background as an icebreaker before moving to more frustrating experiences, it's a bit long-winded for which I apologize. While I have a decent relationship with my mother, she went through a midlife crisis where she hard transitioned from a bi, pseudo-pagan wild child to a straight-laced and evangelized social and corporate ladder climber. Many things were forced upon myself and my sibling who's a couple years younger than I. It seemed like Entitled Mother was never satisfied, as she became obsessed with presentation of our her, status and turned into a rather controlling and semi-manipulative snooty-booty, a quasi-Karen if you will. The funny part is our background is humble hillfolk, a fact I don't let her forget ever. Some highlights, she subjected all my friends to moral and economic scrutiny and treated the ones whose parents weren't also adequately elevated as members of a servant class. Only allowing stayovers when yard work or labor was required. I'd get up at 6 a.m. the next day if away from home. She would also pay the better off once more for their value of their labor. My girlfriends were also never up to her standards, and I always caught an earful and had my interests and hobbies constantly pooped on. We upgraded three houses in seven years, and we swapped cars constantly to whatever made her look good for the trend of the time. Fancy SUV to fancy sports car, smart car, fancy hybrid. She even put a dog through college, paid someone else to take it to dog shows. I had no choice in whether or not I went to a four-year college despite wanting to take my gen eds at a two-year. Thankfully, I didn't have to take a loan and escape portals via the military. Even then, when she could no longer cajole, threaten, or command me to do what she wanted, she was constantly pressuring me to push away old friends, and my then-fiancé, now spouse, so they wouldn't drag me down, and now resorts to whining and begging as her default manipulation tactic. Now onto the story. A couple years after I left, she upgraded husbands stepdad SD and joined his large Baptist church community. She definitely touts this born-again, evangelized lifestyle, and while I have no overt dislike for religion, lapsed Catholic, having now experienced a fair chunk of the world in my travels, I find many Americanized Christian churches, or organized religion itself for that matter, to be self-licking ice cream cones rife with us-versus-them-isms and in-crowd back-patting all around. Not much outward charity, humility, or turning of the cheek to be found. In my honest opinion, her new church was no exception, with an abundance of frosty blonde hair bitty divas in white and silver sequin dresses and shawls, setting up front all around cattily judging and rumor milling away. Fast forward, still pre-COVID, we have a kid, one and a half years old at that point, and we go home to visit our families for the holidays. Entitled Mothers and Stepdad's Church is putting on a holiday pageant, showcasing the nativity and life of Jesus. Lots of money thrown around, including an outdoor recreation of the Jerusalem market, a Roman court, a carpentry shop, and the manager with animals, all of which are fully costumed and propped. She first asks us if we'd like to go to it. We decline as we have the kid and it's winter, we have our own plans, etc. A drawn-out, cringe-filled discussion ensues, in which she admits to having already bought the tickets for us, and hints the event is a partial condition to staying at her house for the visit. There may have been tears and begging involved at some point. We eventually acquiesce and attend the event. Too much eye-rolling. Don't worry, I get to tell her no plenty of times. Because it's a massive church, they organize by ticket lot number, and go figure, the church elite had first pick of tickets, so they all get first go-arounds and lump together, so we were the second or third group out the doors. The woodshop scene was pain incarnate for anyone who knows anything about wood. The actor was running a dull block plane over an unclamped 2x4, which alternated in producing the nails on a chalkboard sound and chunking into the grain and throwing the block of wood off the table to clatter at the feet of the audience. The market scene was cool and almost living history worthy, including the smell of stone oven baked bread, but we spent all of 20 seconds in there pushing you through to the next station, not even getting to check out the market. The manger scene is where the magic happened. They had a lifted stage in the parking lot with the nativity crew and bales of straw for crowd seating below. We get seated in the front left and the actors are about in the middle of the act and getting ready to present Baby Jeebus to the wise men when a sound to the right of the stage draws my munchkins' attentions. Bok Bok. Entitled mother was loosely holding the child who jumps off her lap and screams, Chimpkins! proceeding to dart up the steps with surprising agility and sprinting across the stage before God himself and the church notables to reach the chickens that were stuffed into wooden crates in the corner. Mum jumps up and follows the kid the long way around, not daring to break across the stage, being subjected to an even number of chuckles and haughty glares. She reaches the kid, who had yoinked up a handful of the straw bedding and loose feathers from the crates whilst trying to pet the birds and she attempted to carry away the now screaming toddler. In retaliation, when entitled mother tried to calm the child down while walking back to their seat, the kid gave a single lip quiver, before hitting the evil toddler button and artfully depositing the respectably sized wad of crushed straw, bird feces, and feathers down my mom's shirt. We left about 15 minutes later because Entitled Mother was starting to itch something fierce. I love my kid. If you and a child of yours were forced to go to this event, your child acts up and ends up stuffing crushed straw, bird feces and feathers down your relative's shirt that forced you to go, would you feel at all responsible for what happened? Or would you just kind of laugh at it? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. This next story is by Just a Farmer. Entitled mother demands I give her my money. I should give a little backstory first. My parents had divorced when I was 10. I'm now 20 because my dad found out she was cheating when she told them my brother and sister who were 7 and 8 at the time weren't his. When asked for her reason to cheat, she said that she found a man who was able to give her the high life unlike my dad. A farmer trying his best to maintain a family while managing my grandfather's farm. When discussing custody over me in court, my mom said she wanted nothing to do with me and left my dad with full custody, while she took my brother and sister with her and then married her side piece month after everything was finalized. Of course, with the rise of social media, she only includes me in family photos to make herself look good, even though she tosses me to the side afterwards. I don't even have a relationship with my siblings because they look down on me for classist and petty reasons. Now, with that out of the way, on with the show. It was about 7.30 in the morning. I was feeding cattle and having a jam session when my dad came out to the feed lot to tell me someone was here to see me. I asked him who it was, but I didn't need him to answer once I saw the angry look on his face as he throws a cigarette he had failed to light. I hop off the tractor and go walking around the farmyard until I spot a brand new Porsche my mother was sitting in in the driver's seat. To describe what she looks like, Imagine someone did a crappy job doing James Charles and Jeffree Star's heaviest makeup routine at the same time, a Karen haircut with only the blondest of highlights, and a spray on tan that would make Trump look pale. I often wonder if she'll ever do a face reveal just so the world could see the hunk of swiss cheese under all that. I walk up to her car and very politely say hello to her before she wrinkles her nose and looks at me in disgust. She says don't you have anything better to wear besides those filthy rags and take that wad of chewing tobacco out of your mouth. Honestly, I'm embarrassed that you're my son looking like that. I say, uh, these are work clothes, and I was working, and I just put this chew in. It ain't even kicked in yet. Besides, what do you want? She looks me up and down and with a disgusted look again, before taking a deep breath before speaking, I need to ask a favor of you, in fact, it's rather important. The only thing going through my head was, she's part of a cult, and needs me to be a blood sacrifice at tonight's meeting. I say, well, what is it? She says, See, your sister's going to be graduating this year and I think it would only be fair you gave her the money your grandfather left you since you obviously don't need it. I know what she's after now. My grandpa had put aside $25,000 for each grandchild that once they turn 18 they can use for college, buying a car, whatever. The only catch was you needed to either graduate high school or obtain a GED. Now why would she be wanting this money you may ask? Well, I'll tell ya. She had asked my grandpa after the divorce that not only should her kids, my brother, and sister still get the money, but he also needed to beef it up a few grand. My grandpa, out of spite, took the money originally meant for them and put it all in mine and told her only his actual grandkids get the money. A few years later, when he passed away, my dad had added some of his inheritance into it. So when I graduated, I ended up with $93,000. I have since spent 27000 of it on a tractor and put the rest in savings, where I add onto it every paycheck. I say, why would I give her any of my money? She doesn't even speak to me anymore. Entitled Mother says, because it would only be fair since your grandpa denied her that money that she deserves, since she'll be attending college unlike you, plus as her big brother, you need to be responsible. I say, that money was left to me, for me to use on what I wish. Besides, if she wants it, she needs to ask me herself instead of you telling me to do so. She says, she doesn't need to ask you, in fact I shouldn't be asking you either. But since your grandfather was a jerk and you weren't caring enough to hand it over before, here I am. I say, aren't you guys paying for her college? So why must I give her some too? She says, well you see, I'm paying for tuition and housing, but she'll need spending money, as she won't be working a low level job to have money for fun. I say then give her spending money too. She says but I'll already be spending a lot as college is expensive, won't you do this for her? I say no I won't, and since when has something been too expensive for you? Just make your side piece work harder like you did in the past when you wanted something big and flashy. She says how dare you speak to me like that, I'm your mother and you should be thankful I gave birth to you, even just a little bit would help. An idea came to mind. I falsely apologized to her and said she was right. I should give her something. I told her I'm going to run to my truck and grab the checkbook, and off I went. Once I was at my truck, I proceeded to dig through the cup holders for pennies. Every little bit helps, right? Once I've gathered 20 or so pennies, I walk back and tell her to hold out her hand and drop the pennies in them with a smile. She says, what is this? I say, you said a little bit could help a lot, didn't you? So I thought you could have that. She says, this isn't what I meant. A few thousand is more of what I had in mind. She then throws the pennies at me and starts blaring the horn, screaming at the top of her lungs. I give her what she asked for. Honestly, where's a Pokeball when you need one because this one needs to be trained professionally on how to act. I'm just standing there watching her go on like this as she's demanding money and calling me everything under the sun when she goes quiet as I hear my dad yell from somewhere, Shut the freak up, you witch. Taking this moment, I look back at her and say, you never said thank you. She says, freak you, and you'll give your sister what she deserves. I say, when you do a face reveal, I will. She told me to go freak myself and sped off. And that was the end of it. That's all for this episode, folks. Until next time, remember to pick up your popcorn containers and leave the theater in an orderly fashion. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think there's any salvaging that relationship, obviously. I feel like all you can really say is, uh, hey, maybe you should go sleep with somebody richer so you can afford more fun money for your kid. Seemed to work so well last time. And our final story of the days by Alternative Leather 77 Germanic languages are evil, ban them all. I, 25, have several foreign family members, mostly from Germany and Scandinavia. We often speak in their native languages, but this story mainly involves the German members of my family. One day, I was shopping with cousins Carlet and Gunter, not their real names, at a shopping center in my hometown. They don't speak English that well, so we converse in German. While we were talking about filmmaking, this woman, entitled mom, and two girls, 9-13ish, and not entitled kids walk in we kept with our conversation until the older girl approached us she said what are you talking about i say they don't speak english very well so they're conversing in german the girl says that's cool she's cut off by girl too and says mom's gonna know about this She grabbed girl 1 by the arm and pulled her back to their mother who was furiously shouting at girl 1 for just talking to us. Gunter confused says in German, why is she so angry at her, she didn't bother us. Carlotte worried for the girl's safety says, that mother is really psychotic. At this point the mother then shouted at the girl just for asking us what we were talking about. You would think she would stop shouting at the girl and go about her merry way. Wrong, wrong, wrong. She comes back around the corner and in a very angry manner. She says, tell your Kraut cousins to speak English or I'll get you thrown out. Their language is evil and it's not welcome here in America. For those who don't speak stupid, Kraut is an insulting remark directed at German people. When Kraut left her mouth, I and Gunther were angry. I responded, they don't speak English, they only speak German. Why do you have a problem with it? She says, their languages are evil. They corrupt our children and turn them to heresy and it's rude before i respond carlet tells her in the thickest pomeranian accent ever if germanic languages are evil what about english entitled mom started to stutter her words trying to find a response i say also why would you scream at your kids in a store for no reason girl one was cracking a smile when carlet burned her on that comment i can tell we made her day but the mom didn't want to look dumb and try to call her husband, who she claims is the owner of the store. He arrives, but no rules were broken, and we weren't causing a scene. He then apologizes for his wife's attitude, that her grandfather had been preaching anti-German rhetoric before he died. The mom left after her plan had backfired. We later got what we wanted and left the store afterward. I asked Carlid why she said that. She said that it was because she was detached from the present. We laughed back home. Clearly this mom didn't learn the history of the English language and its origins from Germania. First of all, I'm really sorry if I pronounced the names wrong, I tried my best, but this story definitely shows you the impact of upbringing and how parents of a certain kind spouting things about groups of people or their opinions can, even years and years later, negatively impact their thoughts and how they feel about people just kind of intrinsically. For the first girl, I hope it really doesn't imprint, for the second girl, it already sounds like they're kind of getting there. You just kind of feel bad for their kids. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices.